Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. I am so thankful that Ginger did hear. She said... We just started listening again yesterday after the losses, so we couldn't hear the tiebreaker, but then she came back and gave the the tiebreaker as total offense for K.J. Jefferson. Good afternoon, Mr. Trey Biddy, and welcome to our Bud Light Little Blue Book Day. And uh, we are now up to $622.20, and the tiebreaker. Now, Trey, I, I should have consulted with you and asked you what you thought would be maybe the key in the game, but I took it upon myself. I think the key to the game is called K.J. Jefferson. He mm-hmm. is the man. So that is the tiebreaker. Total offense, run, pass for K.J. Jefferson. That is the Total tiebreaker. offense of run, pass for K.J. Jefferson. Okay. That is it. That is it. I'll go with 298. 298. And the score, it's a tough one because I don't feel like I know, <laughs> I don't feel like I know uh, BYU as well as I know some other opponents that Arkansas has played recently. But I do kind of feel like Arkansas is going to bounce back. I'd feel better knowing the, the status of Miles Slusher, but I do feel like Arkansas will bounce back with, uh, with KJ Jefferson. I'm not totally convinced Jaron Hall's shoulder is 100% to go from not practicing at all last week, um, you know, to having some issues in the Notre Dame game to, you know, being suddenly 100%. I'm just not totally buying that. Um, They have given up a lot of sacks. Arkansas is going to go back to getting after the quarterback, I would assume, this game and scrap the drop eight strategy. And Arkansas hasn't forced a lot of turnovers lately, and they haven't. They haven't been giving up but two interceptions. That's all the turnovers that they have all year. So um, I think maybe maybe they're due in that sense. So I'll give Arkansas a 31. It's hard for me to pick them low scoring because Arkansas's defense has struggled so much on the back end. But it's hard for me to give Arkansas a lot of points too. Maybe I'll go 34, 31 or something like that. Um, for Arkansas. Uh, I do think it, it's a game that will come to the fourth quarter. Uh, I just think that Arkansas has got to play with more intensity out there. And obviously it's a it's an impressive environment just from what I've seen on TV, 63,000. Uh, I was talking to a guy who covers them earlier today. And, um, you know, one reason I don't hate Arkansas's chances is because I didn't feel like he felt real comfortable uh, about BYU's chances. So uh, that's going to be sometimes telling. But uh, it's going to be a rowdy environment. I don't know how you couldn't get up in a in a in a great college football environment. Two thirty game, one thirty there. Um, but yeah, I think Arkansas bounces back, plays better. Um, you know, you mentioned the keys. You know, the uh, what did you call Jefferson? The biggest factor. I always think it's mistakes. You know, and that's 
pretty boring because it's the same thing every week. Turnovers, penalties, special teams. Special teams usually are one based on mistakes. So I always think those things come into, uh, you know, are, are a big factor in the game. Of course, Arkansas's inability to score in the red zone, that's got to change. They focused on that a lot this week. But I think overall, you pointed to the right guy, K.J. Jefferson, getting him back this week uh, should make Arkansas look completely different on offense, whereas last week it was more, you know, just kind of hoping for something to happen. K.J. can manage this offense a little better, and uh, they should have some success against BYU's defense. So I'll I'll take the hogs in this one. Trey, one thing that uh, one of our callers uh, was questioning about was maybe underperforming, and he was talking that he didn't feel like all of the offensive weapons, uh, the stars, are being utilized enough. Uh, I mean, Rick countered. I mean, right now he's on pace, that is Rocket Sanders, to exceed 1,000 yards unless he Yeah, is I wouldn't injured. say Rocket's being underused. No. Uh, Jaden Hazelwood, uh, he's only as good as the balls that are thrown to him. And uh, uh, I need to get him downfield more. I agree. I agree. Um, Matt Landers, he kind of comes and goes. He appears, disappears. Yep. I, I think I would, you could. I would love to see a post <laughs> or something with him down the middle of the field. I don't know why they haven't done utilized that. I think that they're going to have an advantage on speed overall. Uh, BYU's a big team. They got some older older players. There's, you know, Caden Hawes, who is uh, from PA, is two years, two classes ahead of. Um, of Luke Jones, who's a redshirt senior at Arkansas. But remember this. Uh, this is one thing you forget with BYU. A lot of those guys go on mission trips before they play football. So they yeah, got guys 23, yeah, 23, old. 24 years old yeah. in all their sports. Well, yeah. Obviously, I was going there, Rick. That was oh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. I'll, I'll, I'll do it for you. I'm sorry, Trey. I apologize. All right. I didn't, didn't mean to jump the gun. Hey, Trey, right. either, either 24 or 25, I, I heard that. Yeah. Ignore they my previous statement, and Trey will go ahead and explain this. How's <laughs> Mission trips. <laughs> That's right. It's required. Yeah, it's required. Uh, what about Warren Thompson, Trey? He, he mm-hmm. is – has he been hurt? Yeah, I mean, he's been, he's been limited. We barely saw him last week, and right. I don't know if we saw him at all the week before. Um, but, yeah, that's, week before, that's no. what that is. Yeah week before no and uh trey knox we haven't seemed to have seen him as much lately he kind of comes in spurts doesn't he um yeah. yeah i would uh i think that trey knox has a chance to to make i mean arkansas is beat up in the secondary on offense i don't think there's any reason their skill guys can't have some success now they've got good linebackers and you know good big defensive line but uh, I, d- I still feel like arkansas you know, when you look at recruiting rankings and things like that, if you pay, you know, any credence to any of that stuff, Arkansas should have a pretty well, you know, big advantage. You look at their offensive line at BYU. I mean, they're uh, the Kingsley. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the last name, but he was the number 36 ranked overall prospect in the country. He originally went to Oregon, then transferred to BYU last year. But the other four guys, as big as they are, and we're talking like a couple of six eight dudes. Uh, none of those guys were ranked inside the top 1,000 recruits in the country at their wow. position. Yeah. Um, so while they may be older and such, it's not like they were super highly regarded as recruits. In fact, some of them, you know, I think a couple of them were two-star recruits. That doesn't always mean everything, but, um, you know, and they're, they're, 
I, I know that they feel like the offensive line has underperformed this year. Of course, they're basing everything on last year's, you know, top 20 season and everything. Uh, but the consensus, the sentiment, I should say, up there seems to be that the offensive line has underperformed. Um, I think Arkansas can get to them on the defensive line, especially the edge guys. Uh, they, As I mentioned, they have given up a, a decent number of sacks. And then on offense, I think Arkansas skill guys uh, should have some success. Let's check in with Hoggy. Uh, Hoggy, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yeah, hi, guys. Uh, What's up, buddy? Real quick, can I get in the blue book? Sure. Yeah, I would say, uh, I'd say Arkansas, uh, 20. Huggy, have you been thinking about this before you called, or are you just now yeah, 20, starting to 20, contemplate? Let, let, let's, go, let's go with uh, 27. 20, uh, let, let's, let's go 28, Arkansas. Be sure 20, now. Yeah, 20. <laughs> 27, I mean, 28. Wait a minute, Arkansas. which is it? 27, I'm running out of wide out. Okay, Arkansas, 28. Okay. Think think uh, about BYU for a while. BYU. Don't 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 be too yeah. quick on BYU, this. BYU, 20, 21, and 21. I would say. Uh, Are you sure? I would say 320 yards. 320. Great. Uh, Final answer? No. <laughs> Oh, no, he's got a couple more <laughs> options out there. Give him a couple more options. Oh, my gosh. We but love anyway. you, Hoggy. I mean, I'm worn out. I mean, I've worn my hand out. I've worn my wide out. Right. Hoggy, do you have a question for Trey, or do you want to just keep talking about your score pick? No, 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 no. Um, no, no. It, that, I'm with Trey. Final, he's had his final answer. Okay. It's been a long time since I called if I'm getting rusty again. Yeah, he, he doesn't so. have any long-distance callers. He doesn't have any relatives he mm. can call upon. Yeah. That's his final answer. <laughs> okay. But anyway, um, I was wondering, what the, uh, are they going to try to run that, that three up front at the back again? That's no, I don't think so. Yeah, that's, that's what I wanted to and And – uh, I'm real quick. In fastball the KJ other day, when they were out there in fastball, they had a four-man front. All right, so KJ is starting. Yes. yes. And one more I'm question: answer. I caught yes. the end of it. Who was the one that passed away? John Brittenham. John Brittenham, great quarterback. Okay, the man there that kind of got me nervous. There is, uh, I thought maybe Joe first. Joe's still fine. Joe's still fine. Quarterback but, uh, and man. Yeah, um, I really didn't know the other guy, but I, I you know, pray for him and pray for his family. Yep. Anyway, guys, uh, yeah, as you watch, just want me to tell y'all that they're going to get the big back. So they, Final I don't think so. Okay. Anyway, right. guys, Huggy. I have a good one. Hey, thanks for calling us. Final answer, Hoggy. Goodness. Could we advise our callers to maybe have their score in mind before no, they call? I, it's no fun. It's no fun. <laughs> it's hard. Once you hear yourself say it out loud sometimes. <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, I, 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 I fell for it. Or I mean, better yet, text it in. Yeah, no, that's fine, too. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure Hoggy has a smartphone. No, that's, that's okay. I think he's still using the old can method. Let's talk to Sean. Sean, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. 
Hey guys, how y'all doing today? What's up, buddy? Uh, I, I wanted to get in that book, and then I had a question for Trey. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Arkansas 38 to 31, and uh, 292 on total yards. 292. Okay. And your question for Trey. Um, the receiver is it Bakke that moved yeah. over to defensive yes, back that played Bakke and McAdoo. Two of them. Well, I know that one of them played defensive back in high school. That was uh, McAdoo. McAdoo. Bakke did probably in like tenth grade. On what you know, uh, how he did as a on the uh, defensive side in high school. Uh, and, uh, very good safety. He was a very yeah, good not safety. A, not off the top of my head, I don't. But it also made some sense for McAdoo because he's got a cast on his hand. I mean, he can't play receiver anyway this year. So we'll see how it shakes out with them next year. They're both considered temporary cornerbacks. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see one of those guys end up on the defensive side of the ball. I think as a preference, um, you know, the way Bakke's put together, I think maybe he would be maybe a better fit. I don't know. McAdoo's long, and that seems to – to be pretty coveted, too. He's got good size. Um, I don't know. Bakke looks more like a defensive guy to me, I guess. And he can run. He had multiple interceptions uh, last year, if I remember correctly. Obviously, he was playing both ways for Clarendon. Yeah. And I believe they played him at a safety. Uh, this from our Asher Record Service Company Live Fan Feedback. I'm not really not sure what this means. Uh, Meat Pig says... I hope Budweiser pays a lot of money because the Blue Book Thirsty Sink, did you mean stink? He's got S-I-N-K. Maybe he left out the T. Stink. Well, I, I hope it doesn't smell that badly. But um, A lot of people like to get in it. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, <clears throat> pardon me. Uh, David wants to know, this is a trade question, uh, why is Johnson, now that he's healthy, not getting more carries? That sounds like a question I would ask. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you asked him that question yet? You know, I, I can't even remember. I feel like surely I have. Um, he only got one carry last weekend, and I can't remember what he said about it. Something about... I don't know, maybe the way that they were – I can't remember what he said. Something was off, though, about uh, how the play worked out. So maybe that was why they only got one carry. I, I have to imagine that he's not 100% back. Um, he looked good to me in the times that I've seen him run. But there's got to be something because, I don't know, I felt like he was Arkansas's best running back last year. And if he wasn't the best one, then he was, you know, tied with Rocket. Not I actually thought Trey last year – he was Sam's favorite, even though uh, it feels like it took a while. I mean, it took yeah. eight weeks or so. He had no more than six carries. Maybe that's what we're trending for. I mean, maybe it's just how things are going to go with him now that we hit the back end of the season. Uh, Dominic Johnson will finally get some carries. If you guys remember, he never got more than six carries until Arkansas's bye week in week eight, and then they played Mississippi State, and he started against Mississippi State, and I think he had 19 carries or something in that one and went over 100 yards. Um, so maybe that's just how things work with Dominic. You have to wait to the second half of the season to start going to him. Hmm. Well, I, 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 
time is now, not uh, maybe the second half of the season. Yeah, that's no. my thoughts. Uh, this from Jake. He says, is Catalan still on the team? And uh, what are his spirits? He's still, I, I mean, I talked to somebody who, you know, is, is close to him, still with the team. I know he took some time away from the team. I'm not sure if he's back, you know, hanging out with him yet again. But I can't imagine his spirits would be good. I mean, how would your spirits be? You know, we talked yesterday about putting 40 weeks, 48 weeks out of the 52 weeks of the year uh, focus on football, and it just gets ripped away from you so early in the season in the last two years. I mean, it's got to be depressing, I would think. I mean, plus I would imagine he had a side set on the NFL. And I don't think he was going to be any worse than a third-round draft pick. And now that's very much in question. So he's probably contemplating what he wants to do with his life. If he wants to return to football, give it another go at Arkansas, maybe try to make it in the NFL, see if he can get on. I don't know that he'll be drafted with the injury history that he's had lately, but maybe he will be. I hope he does. Maybe he tries that. I don't know. But he's got some decisions to make, and I imagine that's – probably not the happiest time in his life i agree uh this also from our asher record service company live feed feedback ricky says trey shouldn't they play hornsby and jefferson at the same time line up hornsby at quarterback jefferson in the backfield with rocket and really have the defense guessing you have three people can run the football then send the fastest receiver you have deep in the tight end 15 yards down the field and throw the ball with hornsby have the defense show them something they've never seen, have a play where they run it with Rocket or either of the other two. <laughs> it's disappointing how the whole situation has been handled. I'm not sure what the answer is, but they certainly haven't found it, what to do with Hornsby. I mean, it's a pickle because you're shorthanded at quarterback. I mean, I think it's pretty clear he's your backup quarterback. Um, I mean, it's that's obvious, isn't it? At this point, he's your backup yes. quarterback, yes. and 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 did I did we lose him? Wow! Right Most dramatic sentence. statement that Trey Biddy's ever made, and we okay. lost him. So we will talk with Brian, and we'll hope to get Trey back in a moment. Brian, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Sorry about that, guys. Well, well, there he is. Okay. okay. Well, there he is. Well, hey, Trey, I got a question. What were we for talking you. about? Do they have to consider. <laughs> Go ahead, Brian. Well, I was in the middle of something. Sorry. That's all right. Let Brian ask his question. Go ahead, Brian. Okay. Yeah, I was just curious why they would never consider maybe putting KJ under center and putting two backs in the backfield at time. That shotgun just don't seem to work as often as you'd like I for I Revere? That's what that would be, yeah. right? There's just not a lot of here. teams that do that, but uh, I think there are certainly instances where, it, you know, he warrants to be lined up under center, but you just don't see a lot of teams doing that anymore. Anyway, with Hornsby, I just don't know if they've got it. I don't know what to do there because they're shorthanded at quarterback, and if you'd like to get a speed on the field, it's just a weird predicament. Right. Hang on, Brian. I'll get your score prediction in a moment. You're home to Dallas Cowboys football.